Letter 64 of Selected Letters of St. Jane Francis de Chantal. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Michelle. Selected Letters of St. Jane Francis de Chantal by St. Jane Francis de Chantal. Letter 64. Mother Marie Adrienne Fichet, Superior at Rumilly. Vive Jésus. Annecy, 1626. My very dear daughter. The letters I receive from your sister's counselors are the greatest comfort to me, for they bear witness to the union and content that reigns between you and them. If you practice all you teach, there is every reason that this should not only continue but increase. Let the old feel that you are satisfied with them, treating them with cordial love, respect, and confidence. Be one in heart with them as two sisters ought to be, for although they should honor and obey you as their mother, still you ought to treat them as sisters and companions. And to the young be as a benign mother with her daughters, not pressing them too much unless it is to encourage them in a loving way. What I am writing is in reference to your last letter, in which you tell me that you often say they must be open with you. My dear daughter, you must lead them to this openness by kindness and encouragement. For the spirit of the visitation is one of gentleness, and this must be preserved at all costs, else yours would not be a visitation house, even though all the rest of the rules should be observed. For this, the most important of our characteristics would be wanting. Let, then, this holy gentleness with everyone be your chief care. Retiring and tranquil in all your undertakings, carry them out prudently, so that God may be glorified by your intercourse with those outside the monastery, and by the sweetness of your government with those within. You are aware that your natural disposition needs bridling and that you must keep it in check. Do this then for God and you will receive all manner of graces. Keep near the good God and read carefully your rules, for he wishes that in the charge he has committed to you you should become a living rule to sovereign glory. I had not thought of saying this to you, but as I write God has put it into my mind. Profit by it then, my very dear daughter, and let this letter serve you for a long time and for always, as I am sure my good angel and yours have dictated it. If you saw my heart and its keen affection for your welfare, you would indeed love me. For the rest, his lordship bids me take our sisters into Lorraine. If I can manage it, and that he approves, I will go a little out of my way to see you. I send you some relics of our holy father. Madame Garbillon seems inclined to take her daughter to you herself after Easter. There are still plenty of others, but we shall try to send you those who are fairly well off. However, you will be obliged to floor your dormitory in order to accommodate so many subjects. See to this in good time so as to have in the necessary planks and wood. Also have the garden wall raised a little. This and the well is, in my opinion, all you need. I cannot express to you, my dearest daughter, how I love your little house. In it may God make you worthy to serve him and all your dear daughters perfectly not forgetting the good and dear sister de la Flechere, who has lodged us so comfortably. Show her much affection and comfort her in all simplicity and confidence. The poor woman needs it, for she's in great trouble about her affairs. Goodbye, dearest daughter. Yours affectionately. Pray for me that I may do God's holy will. Amen. P.S. I must add this word. Study meekness and humble gravity, I beg it of you. The chapter on religious modesty, well practiced, will give you this grace. End of letter 64